Greetings, everyone. Thank you for joining me on another edition of Terry Talks Nutrition. We're here every Saturday and Sunday from 8 o'clock till 9 o'clock Central Standard Time. And I'm Terry Naturally. Thank you for joining us. I love to come to you via the radio. Here we can share some really scientific evidence of why nutrition, the type of food we eat, and the activity and the lifestyle we choose, or choose, I should say, really makes a difference in our life. Drugs can save lives. Drugs can be a wonderful addition to saving lives in an emergency or a crisis. But our health does not come from drugs. Drugs do not provide health. Drugs do not restore health. Every choice we make regarding the food we eat or the food we don't eat that we should and the food that we eat that we should not eat makes the difference in our health. Over time, it doesn't happen overnight. So, in order to provide more information for you, I made a resolution January 1st of this year to write nine books. A lofty goal. But here we are in the eighth month of the year. And I have already written six books on health and nutrition. I know by the end of the year I'll have three or four more books. And why do I get so excited about the books? Because this gives you time to read. Time to sit and think about your health. And reread. Radio shows go by in an hour. And sometimes we barely get through one or two really good in-depth subjects. But when you read a book, it really clarifies many of the questions that you may have as how a subject may help you be healthier. And I know many of you are buying the books, either at terrytalksnutrition.com or Amazon, that you may all find a source for the books. And thank you. We have sold a lot of books to this point. And thank you for reading my books. I hope you are. I hope these books provide an in-depth subject for your health. And I do really hear from many of you that you are enjoying and learning from my books on Amazon. But now I have a favor to ask of you. If you have enjoyed a book, please take a moment and leave a review on Amazon. Whatever you choose to say. It helps other people find the books. And that's what I'm all about. I'm all about spreading the good news of thriving health to everyone. I am totally convinced. Absolutely convinced. 
that what we eat creates a healthy environment, our body, or not a healthy environment, that we actually destroy our health over time. The American diet kills more people than any war or combination of wars. Heart disease, cancer, high blood pressure. All the diseases that we treat with drugs today are really caused by our diet. Absolutely, I'm convinced that how we live determines how healthy we will be. Now, some of us have flaws. Some of us have handicaps. But even we can rise above that. No matter where we are, no matter where and what condition we are in, and how old we are, we can all get better over time. I'm convinced of it. Cancer. There will never be a cure for cancer. Cancer is caused by our lifestyle. But also some things we can't change, like pollution, chemicals, sprays, pesticides. All of these things cause cancer in time. So there are some things we have to fight against. But we can all be healthier, no matter where we start and we think there is no hope. Now, there may be some damage already done in our bodies that can't be undone. We started too late to think about our health. The earlier that we begin to think about our health and do things to improve our health, of course, those kids in their 18s and 20s and 30s, they don't care because they are so healthy at that point that they think they're invincible. They can do anything. And it's never going to catch up to them. But now we are seeing more cancer, more heart disease, more type 2 diabetes, more high blood pressure, more obesity than ever, ever before. And it's all up to to you and I to make the decision for our own health not, not anybody else. So I want to thank you in advance for taking a moment of your time to leave your book review on Amazon. It'll make a huge difference. I gain nothing from it. And don't forget to check out all of my books and more to come. For example, you can find, I love melatonin. We have no idea how powerful a molecule melatonin really is. And I wrote a book called Wake Up. Melatonin is for more than sleep. If I asked you what melatonin is for, you would say it induces sleep. You take it for a better night's sleep. That's only the tip of the iceberg. And it was sold as a sleep aid, 
for so long, from the mid-90s, that everyone thinks it's for sleep. But 28,000 studies on melatonin, on all healthy nutrition, for improving the immune system, for fighting against infection like COVID-19, for a very powerful antioxidant, very powerful anti-inflammatory, defeats cancer, and more and more. It is actually much more than just sleep. And some of my other great books, you can find by searching on Amazon under my name, Terry Lemerand, L-E-M-E-R-O-N-D, not Terry Naturally, that's my radio show name, Terry Naturally. But now you want to look for my family name, Terry Lemerand, L-E-M-E-R-O-N-D. So you can also go to terrytalksnutrition.com and click on health books to see all the titles that are currently available. I want you to know more about these natural medicines that are just as powerful as drugs, but so gentle, so safe, very, very minor side effects, if any. And the side effects are so gentle that if we stop using the product, the side effect is gone. There's no lasting side effect, like with drugs, that might require another drug to treat the side effect of the first drug. These are natural medicines, like melatonin, curcumin, grapeseed extract, and agraphis. And right now, I'm finishing up my last two books of this series on anxiety and propolis. Propolis is a very powerful multi-antimicrobial. Kills all kinds of infection. Ear infection. Bladder infection. COVID-19 infection. Viral infection. Bacterial infection. Fungal infection. Propolis is a... And, and no side effects. It's so gentle. Even babies can take it. So this is what I want you to learn from my books. When you sit down for an hour, hour and a half to read the book, you're going to gain so much more than just an hour on the radio show. I love being with you. I love you joining me. Thank you. But I want you to know more as how you can change your life. I want you off drugs. Don't stop taking your drugs. If you're on drugs, you have to check with your doctor. But my goal is to get you off drugs and to get you healthy so you enjoy life. As we get older and we are at the age of retirement, but then we can't do anything because we are so unhealthy, so sickly, so full of pain and joint discomfort 
that we don't feel like doing anything. We worked 50 years, and now we can't enjoy it. But we have to start at a young age, if possible. I know these kids won't think of that. When they're in the 20s and 30s, they just don't think about, hey, I need to take care of my health. They're having a good time. You can do that to a car for a while. You know, you can buy a brand new car. You can mistreat it for a long time. But then one day, that engine is just going to give up. And the engine of our health is going to give up too. So I want you to read to know more. Please, as a favor, leave your review for the books that you've read. So today we're going to talk about a featured topic, and that is the tree called Boswellia. Another word for Boswellia is Frankenson. And Boswellia is used for many, many health conditions, like joint health, inflammation. It affects it affects an, a pathway in our body called 5-LUX, L-O-X. But today we're going to talk about Boswellia for better breathing. So what is it? What is Boswellia? It's a desert tree that is native to India, northern Africa, and the Arabian Peninsula. The Boswellia family contains over 20 distinct species. The medicine of the tree comes as a resin or sap derived from scraping the tree bark. When you scrape the tree, you know, we know how maple syrup how we gather the sap. We bore a hole in the tree. The sap runs. It, it gets, it, they put a bucket under the spigot where they have inserted it in the hole of the tree. And the sap runs. Cook down the sap. And you have maple syrup. In India and the northern part of Africa, the Arabian Peninsula, they scrape the bark of the tree. This goes back thousands of years. How creative of people back thousands of years that learned how to scrape the tree to gather this medicine. Thousands of years. And what happens is the Scraping of the tree causes scarring. And this resin drips out to heal the scarring of the tree. And as the sap or resin seeps out of the bark, it forms a drop, a hardened drop, almost like a tear drop, called the tears of India. It affects the enzyme 
or a pathway in the body called five lux. Five dash L O X. And that's it, that is an enzyme that helps our bodies create inflammatory compounds called leukotrienes. And these leukotrienes, the compounds that are secreted from the pathway, 5-LUX, are associated with asthma and allergies, arthritis, and inflammatory bowel diseases, Crohn's disease, colitis, IBS. Other compounds that interfere with the body's ability to kill cancer cells. This all comes from the 5-LUX enzyme or pathway from the compounds that are created from the pathway called the leukotrienes. In a comparison study, people with asthma were found to have 5-LUX levels up to 50% higher than healthy individuals. Similarly, inflammatory compounds generated by 5-LUX activity were more than twice as high in patients with COPD versus healthy individuals. So we're talking about asthma, COPD, allergies, as a condition of the upper respiratory tract function. There are, there are no drugs developed today that can have an effect on the 5-LUX pathway. And the pathway, because of inflammation, produces far more of these compounds called leukotrienes. And the more that is expressed, the more unhealthy we become. So we want to balance not uh, over-expressed leukotrienes and not under-expressed leukotrienes. A balance. Nature loves balance. But drugs cannot reduce these leukotrienes. To my knowledge, only Boswellia can do that. For example, acetaminophen and all NSAIDs, the non-steroidal anti-inflammatories like aspirin, do not work on 5-LUX inflammation. So how do we get the inflammation down? There's no drug. Well, Boswellia. Just remember Boswellia works on the 5-LUX pathway, reducing inflammation in the intestinal tract for Crohn's disease, colitis, and IBS, and in the upper respiratory tract for bronchitis, sinusitis, allergies, and COPD.
asthma. No doctor would ever prescribe Tylenol for an asthma attack. For an asthma attack. In fact, one study found that children with asthma who received acetaminophen, which is Tylenol, to treat a fever were more likely to have an attack of asthma than children with asthma who received ibuprofen for fever for fevers. Actually, Boswellia can balance five lux. The resin from the tree has been used medicinally for thousands of years. How bright and how... You ever wonder why people back thousands of years could discover by scraping the tree? I always wonder how those things happen. The history behind those people thousands of years were able to find medicines that they use effectively without side effects. So Boswellia actually opens airways, breathing better, reducing bronchial and sinus swelling and infection. And is a very specific inhibitor of the 5 lux pathway or enzyme. 70% of asthma patients treated with Boswellia had improved lung function versus only 27% of participants in the control group, those that were not treated. They were given a fake pill. Now there are some additional natural medicines like essential oils, like thyme, T-H-Y-M-E, the herb thyme, Ravensara, another herb, and myrtle, a plant. These have been found to reduce inflammation, keeping the lung and bronchial area function effectively, and have also antibacterial properties to prevent infection. These are all natural compounds. Plants, trees. And since you can't patent plants and trees, then drug companies look at all these plants and trees and they extract a single compound, one molecule, and they make it synthetically, and then they get patented as a drug. But because it is isolated and it is made synthetically, now it becomes with a powerful side effect. In nature, it does not have a side effect. 
because all the synergistic factors found in the plant work together. There are hundreds, if not thousands, of molecules that work together, where a drug is made out of just one single molecule and works on one single pathway. And when you work on one single pathway, it is likely that you'll disturb other pathways in association with it and then cause an imbalance in side effects. Also, while we're talking about breathing better, how can we reduce cough in children and adults and also improve lung health, lung function with the herbs thyme, T-H-Y-M-E, thyme, and ivy, I-V-Y, ivy, English ivy. They are effective expectorants, means that they expectorate and discharge the phlegm, congestion, and mucus and helps to thin out the mucus and clear it out from the lungs. These are natural components, all from plants. However, the most critical factor for most people to understand is not every herb is the same. All ingredients, everything we buy, can be made cheaper and of lesser quality and have less value. And especially when it comes to natural ingredients that are natural medicines, that if they are not made of the highest quality and standardized with all the natural components, it's not going to work. So you want to make sure you buy from a trusted company that has ingredients that are of the highest quality and work effectively from day one. Quality is what makes a product effective and successful. So, I've got to take a break here. We're at the bottom of the hour, but we'll be back after some commercials, and we'll be here to the top of the hour with more information on Boswellia, especially how to pick the right type of Boswellia to give you the best results. Because if you take something that's not of quality, no matter how cheap it was, you lost your money. So the most expensive product of all natural medicines are the products that you think you got at a discount but don't work. I'll be right back here on Terry Talks Nutrition. I'm Terry Naturally. And welcome back, my friends. This is Terry Naturally with Terry Talks Nutrition. We're talking about Boswellia. And just for your information, spelled B like in boy, O-S like Sam, W-E-L-L-I-A, Boswellia. And I want you to look for a Boswellia. 
that will give you the best result. It's a Boswellia extract, which on the label, to contain less than 5% beta boswellic acid, and at least 10% of the most powerful compound in Boswellia, known as AKBA. That stands for a very long chemical name. But it's shortened to A, letter A, letter K, B, A, A, K, B, A. This is the most powerful compound, standardized at 10%. Yes, of course, you can standardize it at a much, much, much higher level, but then it becomes synthetic. And you have to use some very, very harsh chemicals to standardize it at a higher level. And Boswellia has no known adverse effects. No side effects, ever. So we can use this combination. Boswellia, along with thyme, Ravensara, and myrtle for the intestinal tract upper respiratory tract, sinuses, for bronchitis, sinusitis, COPD, asthma, and allergies. Now let's change the subject a little bit. Let's talk about HDL. What does HDL stand for? Some refer to it as the good cholesterol. It is not cholesterol. HDL means high density lipoproteins. It is a protein. It is not cholesterol. We'll talk about what value it has to our health and what we should look for. Yes, many refer to it as the good cholesterol. HDL grabs grabs onto the oxidized bad cholesterol and takes it to the liver for processing, preventing it from being deposited in areas it doesn't belong, and actually scrubs the inner walls of the blood vessels to keep them clean and healthy. HDL is very important to our health. For every 1%, now this does not seem like a lot, it will be a lot. Every 1% increase in HDL levels can reduce your risk of heart disease by 2 to 3%. Dr. Dr. Stephen Sinatra recommends that the total HDL levels are between 40 and 20, 120 milligrams per deciliter of blood, and for women, 35. But a better way to look at that, 
a healthy HDL for a man should be over 40. And a healthy HDL for women should be over 50. It's an easier way to extrapolate it to compare it to your health picture. Now there are three proven ways, scientific proven ways, to raise your HDL. HDL is the most critical factor. If the doctor says, oh my gosh, your cholesterol is 290. Hey, that may mean nothing. If your HDL is like 60 or 70, you've got very, very good coverage. And if your triglycerides are low, triglycerides are much more damaging to your heart than cholesterol. There's no good reason to have a high triglyceride level. But cholesterol is a natural nutrient that the Creator found to be so critical for our health that we have a mechanism of action in our body that produces cholesterol for us. It's that critical. We can't live without cholesterol. And the lower the cholesterol, mostly because we are on drugs to lower cholesterol, we have more heart disease, muscle pain, muscle wasting, atrophying of muscles, and we have more heart attacks and more death based on low cholesterol levels and not high. High cholesterol means nothing. You have to look at all the fractions of the cholesterol. Now I'm going to give you some ideas of how you can raise your HDL, which is the most protective fraction of cholesterol. Number one is Indian gooseberry. This is a berry that grows in India. It's almost the size of a very small plum. And it's called Amla. A-M-L-A. Some say Amla. Amla. And it is shown to increase the HDL levels by 17%. But also... It lowers triglycerides, the bad, bad fat. Triglycerides are a fat. And it's produced from carbohydrates and sugar. And it's the most damaging fat to the heart. Not saturated fats, not butter, not cream, not meat, but triglycerides. Cholesterol and fats are not bad for your heart. Triglycerides are highly damaging to the heart. Fats, natural fats, not hydrogenated fats, not trans fatty acids, but natural fats found in animal fats, olive oil, macadamia nut oil, avocado oil, coconut oil. These are good, healthy fats. But triglycerides is that unhealthy fat that's manufactured from sugar and carbohydrates. 
So when somebody says, I my triglycerides are 300, you know, well, I'm way off the chart. I know that person has a sweet tooth. I know that person is eating a lot of grains, pasta, breads, cookies, sweets, soft drinks. All with high fructose corn syrup, sugar. All of these carbohydrates eventually become sugar in the body. So it drops the triglycerides by 24%. And also increases the glutathione levels by 61% and decrease the inflammation biomarker called C-reactive protein by 63%. This is a really good medicine. But you got to get high-quality gooseberry, otherwise known as amla. Also, curcumin Actually, just actually only administered to healthy volunteers for one week. Just one week. And it increased the HDL by 29% while reducing oxidated or oxidized cholesterol by by 33%. Cholesterol can be damaged by free radical damage and turns rancid in time. But because of curcumin and or Indian gooseberry, we can protect the cholesterol to remain healthy. And we need healthy cholesterol. We make all of our hormones. We make our estrogen. We make our testosterone. We make vitamin D from cholesterol. The brain only weighs 2% of the body, body weight. 2%. But the brain uses 25% of all the cholesterol we manufacture. Cut out the cholesterol. What kind of damage are we causing? Are we taking it away from the brain? Is it possible that that could be part of the tip of the iceberg of Alzheimer's disease? And as we lower cholesterol, we initiate more heart disease, heart attacks. The other proven way of my three proven ways to raise HDL Omega-3 fatty acids. They're well known to raise the HDL levels. One study found a 74% increase in a sub-fraction of HDL called HDL2-C after just six weeks of omega-3 supplementation. I met one of the ladies that was in this study that found a 74% increase in a subfraction. Her 
HDL was below 50, somewhere between 40 and 50. wasn't really bad, but it was subnormal. And she was also pregnant. She went on the very special form of omega-3 fatty acid. And by the end of her pregnancy, her HDL was 90. How protective is that of your heart? Powerful protection of your heart. Indian gooseberry, number one. Curcumin, number two. Omega-3 fatty acids from the head of the salmon. The body of the fish contains triglycerides. The harmful fats. The head of the salmon contains phospholipids. The same phospholipids in our brain five well-known phospholipids and in the same specific ratio that is found in the human brain. These are all natural ingredients that are available to be used for health conditions. Now here's a really good subject. Is your vitamin D Supplement really working? Now we know that there has been substantial evidence of vitamin D to prevent COVID-19 infection. So vitamin D is on the lips of many, many people looking for ways to become healthier. Vitamin D is not a vitamin. We've got to get that straight first. It's a hormone. It was classified incorrectly in the research years ago. So are you getting benefits from your vitamin D? Well, here are some things to keep in mind. First of all, I think it's a good idea because I hear from a lot of people across the country when I give lectures and I ask the question, how many people are taking vitamin D3? How much do you take? And I also question that of myself. After I ask that question of everyone else, I better be doing the same thing. So if you're taking 5,000 or 10,000 units of vitamin D3, how much are you really absorbing? You know, because it isn't how much you take. It's how much you absorb. How much does it really get into your body, into the cells, into the blood? So vitamin D3 is essential for calcium absorption, bone growth, control of the immune system, cancer treatment and prevention, and much more. Vitamin D requires magnesium. Without it, 
Vitamin D cannot be converted from its storage form to its active form. So this is one of the reasons why magnesium deficiency is one of the major causes of low vitamin D levels. And 90% of Americans are deficient in magnesium. Women need 340 milligrams of magnesium. Men need 440 milligrams of magnesium. We don't get that in our diet. It's hard to get magnesium from the food we are eating without supplementing with extra magnesium. And the magnesium that I find to be the most effective is called magnesium bisglycinate. Now, said in another way, I guess, the health benefits of vitamin D are reduced when a person has insufficient or deficient magnesium intakes. Do you need more magnesium? Absolutely. Dr. Stephen Sinatra, who is what I consider the heart doctor, said we should all take magnesium. And our nervous system and our heart requires extra magnesium. Restless legs as well. But 90% of Americans do not get the minimum daily intake of magnesium. 90%. So some of the signs of magnesium deficiency. Sleep problems. Can't stay asleep. Eye twitch. Magnesium regulates muscle movement. Ticks, tremors, eye twitch. Skin problems. Muscle spasms. Leg cramps. Muscle tightness. Fatigue. Because magnesium is one of the major factors used in energy production. Mood swings and depression. Migraines. Cravings. Especially for chocolate. And don't, you know, yes, because chocolate is so high in magnesium. That's why some people crave chocolate. Don't crave chocolate. Crave magnesium. Because I, I don't want you to eat a, a lot of chocolate. It's not going to give you enough magnesium. So you'll have to eat a lot more. And that's not good. Now, irregular heartbeats. Like AFib. Is a deficiency of magnesium. Now, there are various forms of magnesium. I hear a lot of people say, I can't take magnesium. And I say, well, why can't you? 
because I get diarrhea. You only get diarrhea from magnesium when you're taking the wrong form of magnesium. Magnesium citrate and magnesium oxide and magnesium hydroxide also known as milk of magnesia are the type that cause diarrhea. Magnesium citrate is magnesium combined with citric acid and magnesium oxide is magnesium plus oxygen. So these forms are very poorly absorbed and because of that they have a laxative effect because they, do, they are not absorbed and they pull fluid water into the elementary canal and cause diarrhea. Now the magnesium you want to use is called magnesium bis BIS glycinate chelate. It's bound to an amino acid, very, very well absorbed, the best I have found, has no laxative effects. Now, if you need a laxative effect, magnesium citrate and oxide will help you. Just take as much magnesium citrate or oxide and judge how much you will need in order to get a better elimination a laxative effect. It's okay. Magnesium can give you a laxative effect, but it's not the one I want you to use to get more magnesium. Because you're losing all your magnesium when you take citrate or oxide. Now I would suggest most people should start off with a higher level of magnesium to make up for the deficiency you can't start off taking less and think you're going to gain more. I want you to take more for a while to really build up your stores of magnesium and then reduce the dosage. So I would take, for a week or two, I would take somewhere between 600 and 800 milligrams of magnesium daily and combine that with P5P which is the very active form of vitamin B6. It's the biologically active form. And zinc with your vitamin D. This is really very, very important. Because without magnesium, you're losing vitamin D. Also, I would suggest having your levels checked. There is a laboratory called ZRT. Z like zebra. RT. And you can get a blood spot test for vitamin D3. And you might be surprised if you're taking 5,000 or 10,000 units of vitamin D3 and you are getting a very small absorbed quantity of vitamin D3. Not surprising. I have found some people, usually doctors would like your blood level of vitamin D3 to be around 30. 
most alternative physicians think they should have more. So somewhere between 50 and 80. And I know some people that have been taking 10,000 units of vitamin D3 and their level of vitamin D3 is just short of 50. The lowest, lowest level. It's good, but it could be greater, better, more protective, more healthy. Get the range up to maybe 80. And this person I knew was taking 10,000 already. They went up to 20,000 units of vitamin D3. And they got it up to 80. So, just because you think you're taking a lot, you may not be absorbing a lot. Big, big difference. And you know, sugar, don't we all, right? Not just bad for your waistline. But researchers in New Zealand reviewed 39 studies that looked at diets in which sugar consumption was increased and compared to diets with controlled or low sugar intake. And their results revealed that high sugar consumption raised, as I told you, triglyceride levels, total cholesterol, including LDL cholesterol, systolic and diastolic blood pressure, and the authors of this study reported that these findings applied even when there was no change in body weight. The person didn't gain weight from all the sugar, all the carbohydrates they're eating. Even if you aren't gaining weight, your sugar intake can be definitely, definitely hurting, harming your body. There is no value in eating sugar. And getting your carbohydrates down to a lower, lower level. Most people today are up to 400 and 500 grams of carbohydrates. I don't think anybody should be higher than 100 grams of carbohydrates to be healthy. 75 to 100 is a good range for how many carbohydrates, grams of carbohydrates that you may be consuming. So that was my friends. I'm all out of time. I've got to run. I'll be back here on Sunday, 8 o'clock till 9 o'clock Central Standard Time. This is Terry Naturally. Please pray for this crazy, insane world. God bless you. And God bless America. Thank you for listening to Terry Talks Nutrition Weekly Show. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple, Google, and iHeartRadio.